me uh, retweet your tweet real quick. Everybody, welcome back to Strawberry Sundays podcast. We've got the boy, the man, myth, legend, the dark matter king, Doom Reed boy. This is what I've been excited for. I've been messaging him all the time, bugging him. But this guy's pulled through, he's coming on. Uh, he's just dropped me a raid as well. The guy is an absolute hero. Uh, Reed boy, introduce yourself. Yo, what's up everybody? Um, Reed boy, go by Reed most of the time. Um, I play uh, Call of Duty, Warzone right now, but usually whenever a new game comes out that I enjoy, I will uh, play it more than any other human on the planet. <laughs> right off the bat, let's talk about your Dark Matter grind. The, the amount of people that seen the retweet and asked me about your Dark Matter grind. Come on, bro. Talk us through it. Oh, yeah, that was... Well, actually, it started... Uh, every every single Call of Duty, I always go and I just get the, the you know, whatever the Master Camo or all go guns as far back as Black Ops 2. The first time little 13-year-old Reed Boy came <laughs> home from school and he saw some dude on day one of Black Ops 2 with a shiny, like, white diamond sniper, I was like, what is that? I want it. And ever since then, every single Call of Duty game, I get every single gold gun so I can have whatever the max camo is mm. as soon as possible. Uh, I ended up, I was the uh, first person to get Damascus, too, in Modern Warfare, but that one wasn't really anywhere near as hyped up. I only had, like, you know, 70 people at the moment I unlocked it. Naturally, that one was also glitched. Same thing with Dark Matter in Cold War. I wanted to do it again. I wanted to go for the two-peat. This time, I had built way more of a foundation for my stream. So I, uh, I wanted to, you know, I wanted to do it again. I wanted it to happen, and I, I pushed through. I really hated that grind for Cold War. It was way, way worse than it was for, uh, for Damascus. But I, uh, I wanted to get it done. I wanted to uh, make sure that I would be the first person in the world to... Uh, have dark matter. I think I streamed 240 hours in 10 days, or 200, 200 hours in 10 days, something like that. That's and it was mad. it was awesome. It was it was a crazy experience. So it took you 10 days to complete everything to, to have fully dark matter online COD Cold War. Yes, 10, 10 days. It took. I think I had six days of time played in those 10 days after the game came out. That's crazy. That is one hell of a grind, bro. That is one hell of a grind. So you were the first person to do it on Cold War, but you were also the first person to get Damascus on Modern Warfare. Yeah, and that one was this way, solo as way well, less. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, by myself. No no other people playing on my account while I sleep. Literally just <laughs> sacrificing sleep for this. That's a grind. That is a grind. Right, let's go right back to the start. Um, talk us through how you got into content and then just work your way through um sort of your journey with content so my first ever the first time i ever started a stream was in infinite warfare when i would just stream right off the ps4 uh, i would stream to maximum one person if i had one person stop by the stream it was like a wild stream i would just play umg xp matches you know private match snd all day every day between like classes because i was in college living in the dorm uh, so I would just play those all day, maximum one viewer. Uh, then I streamed a lot during World War II when uh, that first came out. 
same thing is same thing as I do in every cod. I was just going for uh going for the max camo, which was chrome in that game, uh, an embarrassment to a final camo. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I streamed I streamed all all year for uh, World War Two, uh, and then towards the end of World War Two, right before Bo Four launched, I was uploading videos to YouTube. Also, I was streaming on YouTube actually, not on Twitch back then. And when I was uploading one of my videos, something messed up in the render. And it uploaded a 15-minute-long black screen. And I got, like, a strike on my YouTube channel because it was, like, it counted as spam. And it wouldn't let me live stream for 30 days. So I was like, this this isn't going to do. Like, I can't just not live stream, like, the start of a new Call of Duty when I'm going to be playing pubs the most, streaming the most, just doing nothing but playing the game. So I switched on over to Twitch. Started streaming Black Ops 4 on Twitch. Um... I streamed. I streamed most of the first month, just just getting dark matter as fast as I possibly can in BO4. I uh, would occasionally stream Blackout here and there. I'm not really that big on BRs in general, but Blackout was like Call of Duty, so I was like, all right, I'll play this a little bit. So I played it here and there. But after the first month, same thing with Cold War. Really, I just didn't like Black Ops 4. I'm not the biggest fan of Treyarch games, so I didn't play uh, too much more Black Ops 4 after the first month on stream. Uh, after that, I moved. I started playing off stream when I would play like SNG, SND wagers with the guy who I now live with. We didn't live together back then, so I played with him a lot in SND until eventually February of I think that was 2019. February 2019 was like the February when BO4 was still the main game. I had won with in SND like wagers and tourneys. We won enough money that I could buy a PC, so I ended up buying the PC that I have now. And started streaming our uh, our SND wagers and tournaments back in Black Ops 4. That was pretty good, but that only lasted for two months, from like February to the end of April, uh, until the semester ended at uh, my university. And I had lived in the dorm at school, so I had to move out and move back home in with my parents for uh, for the entire summer. And that was that was that was rough. That was a uh, difficult situation in terms of streaming we had to run a hundred foot ethernet cable through my attic just so that way i could have internet hooked up to my pc and even then it was still like less than one megabyte down and even less than that up so it just it wasn't it wasn't ideal streaming situation so i ended up spending almost that entire summer just working away uh saving up money so that way when this when the next semester at school came I could move into the house that I live in now. Uh, we moved in this house like around August. I think that was 2019. And uh, yeah, that was that was uh, August 2019. And then I would just, I hopped right back on board, just streaming every single day. And that was pretty much, that's the start of my everyday Twitch stream grind. That was when I essentially went pretty much full time as a streamer. Uh, was the end of BO4. I would just stream league play, just all day, every day, waiting for MW to come out. And then uh, when Modern Warfare came out, Modern Warfare 2019, I did six straight 30-hour streams. And the longest of those was 51 hours. I do not recommend that anybody anywhere ever attempt 51 straight hours of playing Call of Duty. It was... 51 straight hours. 51. It was after... I got to, like, the 43-hour mark, and I, like, wasn't tired. I was like, let's go. I'm doing this. I'm making it happen. And then the 44th hour hit, and I was about to die. That was the most painful next four hours of my life. That was... It, it was so difficult. It was so difficult to get through it, but I was like, I'm this close. I can't... 
I can't stop. So I push through, and then once I hit the 48, you know, the adrenaline hit a little bit, the excitement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was able to push through for a couple more hours, and uh, definitely don't. I do not ever plan on attempting another 48-hour stream. Yeah, You've that was. Be like only the one of the only people to do that. Surely, do it for that long. It was, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I didn't, I didn't sleep. I know people since then have done like those streams where they'll they'll stream for like 20 hours and then sleep for six or something like that on stream. And then they'll keep it, keep the stream going. I, I haven't done anything like that. That was just straight 51 hours of pure gameplay. That's crazy. Yeah. How a, did you feel afterwards? You, that, you um, just... I, I slept. I, <laughs> I think I got a solid 18 to 20 hours of sleep after that. But then, uh, then I did uh, like a few shorter streams, like a few like you know normal like eight hour streams or something like that. But yeah, then I went yeah. straight back to like doing like the 16 hour streams because Modern Warfare is Damascus took way longer. It took like over yeah. two weeks to get that compared to like the ten days for uh, Dark Matter. I, it was a total of four hundred twenty-eight hours streamed from when Modern Warfare launched to when I went out of town for Thanksgiving to visit my family. Four hundred twenty-eight hours in just a little over a month, and yeah, it was. I was. I was really. I was making sure that I was the first person to get Damascus. I didn't want anybody coming close. I didn't know. I didn't know anybody. Like I was really still a small name in the community. I didn't want anybody. Like creeping up whose name I hadn't heard of, who was low-key, like, close to me. And it turns out I really didn't need to push it that far. The, the next person that tried to claim that they were first was, like, a month later. It was, like, a month later, and he tried claiming that he was the first solo person to do it. And we just, that, we still, we still laugh about that one. Still yeah. laugh about that guy. He had his whole community, like, in my chat trying to tell me that I wasn't the first one, even though I'd had it done for, like, a month already. Man. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I... I commend you for that because I don't, yeah, I don't know how you even cope after that long. It was way easier to do in Modern Warfare for me personally than it was to do in Cold War because yeah. first off, the the challenges weren't as as much as like difficult. Some of the challenges for Cold War like were physically fucking painful to do, and they were they were hard and they took effort. Whereas Modern Warfare is just more grindy. You just had a lot of things that you had to do for each gun, which just ended up taking longer. Yeah, yeah, I think there's a lot more frustrating camos that you need to get within Cold War. Mm -hmm. um, and especially little things like the, you know, with the rocket launchers, with the... Oh, yeah. The, the patch Double that they've done on them, and it's just... it's Yeah, it is... Yeah, so it was definitely harder. way harder in Cold War. Uh, it was... I uh, the, the closest, while I was going for it, while I was racing for Damascus, uh, the closest person behind me, as far as I was aware, was Phase Blue. And he ended up stopping in my stream one time during the uh, during that race. And he said, are you actually at, I think it was at like 21 out of 30 guns or something like that. And he goes, are you actually at that? And I was like, yeah, I can, I can show you. And I like showed him every single gun. He goes, I thought I was the closest to getting it done. And you were almost twice ahead of me. And he's like, he's been, Blue's been one of my homies for like, well, not really like a homie, not somebody I'm close with, but. Somebody I've stopped into his stream. He stopped into my stream every once in a while since that happened. So I'm really, I'm really thankful for that. It was probably one of the uh, biggest uh, things I've gained from that Damascus yeah. grind. Then yeah, once that was over, I was uh, I was on top of the leaderboards for Modern Warfare for a decent for a decent amount of time. And then uh, Christmas, I went home to visit my parents again. So that was like two weeks I took off. I fell from like number three on leaderboard on like the overall leaderboard for Modern Warfare. I fell down to like top twenty. And I just kind of lost a little bit of the, the passion to stay on top. So then from, you know, January, February, and the start of March, uh, I would just do ground war streams. I would just stream ground war, 
honestly like 12 to 16 hours every single day this is why people in my chat now will, i'll be like all right guys i'm tired i did a pretty decent stream it was like 10 hours today and they'll they'll come in roasting me saying 10 hours is nothing like you can do 12 hours every single day and that's because i set that i set that precedent back in uh back at the the start of 2020 when i would just stream all day every day ground war dropping nukes all over the place 100 kill games that's that was yeah, yeah that, that, was... that is that is impressive so since you've moved back into the house that you bought that you're living in currently have you done streaming full-time has that been your like main focus yeah pretty much besides the uh you know week or two here or there for like christmas or randomly yeah. during the summer where i go home to visit my parents pretty much every single day is spent streaming i uh, i definitely don't focus anywhere as much as i need to on like youtube or posting on tiktok or my instagram i don't i definitely need to be doing that more but i just i look at that and more like more of like a homework or like a chore kind of thing that i should be doing to help myself but streaming is what i enjoy doing i enjoy waking up every day getting on and playing the game for 10 hours talking to people all day every day i enjoy, I enjoy doing that i wake up like excited to do that i i'm upset that i have to be tired and go to sleep because i want to just keep streaming all day every day It'd be great if I yeah, didn't get fired. I think when it turns to, I mean, I'm no content expert, but when it starts to come to where it does feel like a chore, where you're forcing content, it's not going to be natural content. You're not going to feel happy with actually producing that. So like you say, you know, you've got that urge to click live and go live on Twitch and just play and just enjoy gaming. If you then force other content like YouTube or whatever, if it's not something that you're like physically you know you're really pushing and you're really involved with it right like excited it it do, yeah. yeah it won't be your best content and then like yeah. you say you'll look back on it and you'll be like i'm not happy with that or yeah like or i look at some of, of the the youtube videos i upload right now and it's just more of like a i need to get this on youtube and mm. not like this is a youtube video i'm excited that i just made it's just more of like a yeah. here you go but yeah that okay. was uh, that was that was Modern Warfare. Honestly, one of my top three personal favorite CODs, I think. Maybe not like maybe not like necessarily the best, but definitely one of my personal favorites just because it's brought so much so much good stuff to me. Especially yeah. to my Twitch stream. And then uh and then Warzone came. Warzone honestly low key was starting was like the start of the downfall towards my stream, just a little bit. I used to average a hundred, hundred and fifty to even two hundred viewers like those last couple of days leading up to Warzone and then Warzone came out and it just kind of slowly went downhill because most people who followed me followed me for like Call of Duty, like multiplayer, not really mm. this BR that all the big streamers are playing. But no, it was it was still something I, I could get like up to 100 viewers, something like that. It wasn't too bad, but it was nowhere near as good as I was. But I still grinded Warzone because it's what everybody was playing. Everybody was playing Warzone and they're really... There was nothing left for I this is still to this day. There's nothing left for me to accomplish in Ground War. Every like achievement somebody could go for, I've gotten the double nukes, I've gotten the two minute nuke, I've gotten the sniping nukes, I've gotten almost a nuke with every gun. Everything I could go for in Ground War is it's done. I've i I've I've done it all. So Warzone, the sky is still the limit for that. You could there's so much stuff you can do. There's tournaments, there's wagers, there's there's so many things that could be done in Warzone that I've yet to accomplish. So yeah, would, I suppose. Yeah. I suppose with the warzone aspect, you've got things like your breaking your personal best. You've got like world records that you can hit. 
obviously your KD is massive in, like that's massive within Warzone. Like you say, tournaments and those kind of things where you can compete, you know, from for money and that kind of thing. So there is a a wider aspect to Warzone than obviously just playing and like you say, getting a double nukes and, and those kind of things. Yeah. Which let's be fair are impressive in itself, getting those achievements. Um and the fact that you know you've done all those and and you know like you say you've done the snipers the sniper nukes you've done nuke pretty much every gun is that's just that's mad um okay so we'll go on to like what sort of um teams organizations you've been with within the past and throughout your content journey i know that you're in doom currently um but were you in a team before that how did doom the opportunity to join doom come about and obviously so, you've yeah so um i don't remember exactly when this happened it might have been uh might have been the end of black ops 4 but i think it was more like the start of mw when my stream got like like a steady a steady foundation uh i was i was really against joining just some random 100 200 follower twitter org something that nobody for the most part has ever heard of I was really against doing that. I'd I'd get a bunch of them to reach out to me, but I really wasn't any in any interest in them. And then uh, one guy reached out, and uh, one guy, man, Swaggy Kizzle reached out for me to join uh, Gunplay, good old Gunplay Read. I was like, you know what, this guy seems cool. There's a bunch of cool people in this org. I'm I'm in. I'll I'll give it some go. It had it had a couple thousand followers on Twitter. I'm like, all right, well we'll give this a go. I'm not one for like hopping around back and forth the team. So like, I'm not like. Now, I don't want a team that I joined to just disband a week later because it didn't blow up instantly like they thought they would. And this one was like, it seemed like it was pretty established. So I was like, all right, that's, let's go ahead and join them. Let's, let's see what happens. I didn't really have to do anything for them. It's not like I had to like stream off of their, their, their um, channel or I didn't really have to do anything. I could just represent them. They represent me. We got a group chat. Everybody supports each other. It was perfect. It was perfect. Exactly what I was looking for. Uh, and then, yeah, when Warzone came out, Warzone actually came out towards the like the days leading up to it, like a few days. Uh, Real Mason, who was who was at that time, I think he was the record holder for the fastest nuke in Modern Warfare. He um he was he came into my chat uh, just out of nowhere and he says, "Yo, I can't wait to run Warzone with you." It's kind of like you know asserting himself into the situation. I was like, "Well, um, okay, sure, I guess." He was he was in Doom at the time, and so yeah, I uh, I played with him. Uh, we had we were we were struggling for a long time. We struggled to find like a steady third who would grind with us because me and him were both we were like number two and three in the world for like overall score and overall kills for, like the longest time. Uh, and then we kind of just like stopped playing, stopped grinding as much. But uh, it was yeah, me and him, and then he got uh, A's TV and King Prodigy, the two other most active I'd say members in Doom. He got them into our squads. We played with them for a little bit. And then, yeah, they were like, hey, you are you uh, interested in joining Doom? Like, you're pretty good at the game. And at that point, I was like, yes, this sounds this sounds awesome. This is definitely never something that I thought. I never, like, like saw myself joining, like, one of those orgs that you see. You know, all the big YouTubers are in this org. Like, when I was, like, you know, World War II, or, like, the older cops, when I would just only play pubs. I never saw myself in one of those big million subscriber youtube channel organizations so i thought i thought this was awesome so yeah i left gunplay on uh, on good terms you know just 
on to better things. Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Gunplay. They are they are no longer a thing. <laughs> it seemed to go downhill pretty quickly after I left. <laughs> yeah, I hate to see it. <laughs> R.I.P. to them. They were a bunch of great guys. Kizzle's still a good guy. Still, a couple of the members still stop by my chat here and then and talk and whatever. But yeah, then I joined Doom and uh, I fucking love it. it. I think it's great. I fit in perfectly here. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, that's. You I, see, I th I think you know, like you say, everything everything sort of happens for a reason. Obviously, with your YouTube problem with the black screen and that, and then going over to Twitch. All of that happening in a sequence, and then obviously playing with specific people has obviously brought you this opportunity. And now, obviously, you can widen your, you know, your streams and that kind of thing. And you say that your streams are getting less viewers than what you were getting at the start of Modern Warfare. But like you say, it isn't the challenges and stuff that people are looking for now. It's more of the battle royale stuff, um, and you're competing against like a ridiculous amount of huge streamers are coming yeah. out of this battle royale, you know, which is Warzone. You know, the you've got people like Aiden that sit on, you know, 30k viewers, Nick Merck, 60k viewers, and you're competing with those people. And these weren't people that were playing your multiplayers. Yeah, so, exactly, like your, co yeah. your COD fans have naturally then gone to the battle royale side of things. Um, but I I always come by your chat like I was I was um I was lingering in before you you came into the uh, the podcast tonight and you were disgusting on rebirth absolutely disgusting I seen you jump through this window <laughs> kill some kid jump back out the window lie down plate kill his mate shooting bodies the lot I was loving it but so it's it's not like you know the, the skill isn't there right so. <laughs> um okay so we're going to the next the next question um which is um the first ever gaming experience that you can remember so let's go right back to the start so this was i think this was like christmas around like the year 2000 or 2001 or something like that way back when uh, my parents got me need for speed hot pursuit 2 and uh, like it came with a playstation 2 the bundle and they had it complete with like a steering wheel setup and everything we set it up in our living room on a on our big old box tv like our 60 inch box tv that we had and that was yeah that need for speed is i think the first video game that i i have any memory of playing i don't know if i played anything before that but yeah need for speed hot pursuit 2 still one of the classic video game memories that i have um my first my first cod related video game experience because that's pretty much all I play now that was uh that would be back in 2009 when uh I remember this specifically my mom asked me uh, she was Black Friday shopping uh in the paper and she goes do you want this and showed me a picture of an Xbox 360 uh with a Modern Warfare 2 bundle and I remember saying yeah I heard that game's supposed to be pretty good little old 13 year old read boy voice I heard Modern <laughs> Warfare 2 is supposed to be a pretty good game you can get me an Xbox if you want. I I guess I could play that, and that's what uh, that's what started the love for Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, the Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty, the Intervention, Quick Scopes on Rust. Yeah, they were the one, the one v ones on Rust. Those are the good old Back days. The day. Yeah, I, I mean Modern Warfare Two, still one of the best, you know, Call of Duty titles that that we've seen. 
Um, oh, that was sure. sort of my era. Uh, COD Four, the end toward the end of COD Four, to the start of Modern Warfare Two was sort of the same sort of time where I was introduced to to Call of Duty. So I can kind of relate to that. And and back in the day, you know, you don't, you, they don't make CODs like that anymore. Nope, uh, it will I mean, not be the same anymore. We'll never get something as good as that again. Call of Duty is very good, but Modern Warfare Two and COD Four were just different. I'm upset. I just... never, I never got to play COD Four in its in its prime because yeah, you know, Modern Warfare Two was the first Call of Duty game, so I never, all I ever got to play was going back and playing it in like the the more dead lobbies. I missed, yeah, 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 I missed yeah. the prime of it. It's unfortunate. So and, you yeah. refer to uh, Need for Speed your first ever game experience and you say that was on the playstation 2 so was that your first ever console or was there consoles before that that you you had uh i think at the most it would be like going over one of my parents like friend's house and they had like an n64 i kind of vaguely remember playing on somebody's n64 super smash bros brawl or something like that so you know some some small game that most people never heard of i'm sure but uh, other than that, no, the, P- the PS2 was my first ever console. I went uh, PS2 to 360 to PlayStation 4, like all the best gamers do that transition. Yeah. And uh, I'm now, after, after about a month now, I think I'm on a PS5 now. Or I think it's been a good month that I've been on it. Okay. So, so you've gone from PS4, obviously, then just jumped straight to the, uh, the PS5. Yes, yes. And I, I love it. I'm so happy I was able to get one. Yeah, you see, in in the UK, it's been very difficult. I'm not, I'm not too sure about you know the US, but the UK has been seriously difficult to even like see a PlayStation Five. The the amount of PS5s that they brought out was just a joke. They literally bought out. They must have brought out about twenty five. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it was, anyone that was looking to get one didn't get one. Like it was it was crazy. And even now. You still look on websites and they're still out of stock in the UK, because um, I'm still playing on a PS4, so I'm not, I'm I'm not really too fussed. I could potentially play if I needed to game on my on my PC, but I'm not really too fussed at the moment. Um, oh, yeah. Eventually, obviously, I'll make the move. But like I say, yeah, in in the UK, the, the Playstations have been an absolute ball ache to get hold of. Oh yeah, I I I got extremely lucky. I tried three or four times for like I was I was at a scheduled drop when like we knew before time when it was gonna happen, and I was I was waiting. I had my credit card in hand. I had all my info put in, everything ready to go. Just clicking, just hoping the website would load in time, and it just it wouldn't work. It would just it refused to work. And then I I was blessed at uh, 3 a.m. in the middle of one of my streams. Uh, one of my mods, VCR Katie, I don't know if you see him in your chat or not, his uh, his girl DM'd me a link to uh, an Amazon restock that just happened for some reason at 3 a.m. And oh, I was, I just instantly, I, I didn't even think twice, I stopped everything I was doing with my stream, I just pulled it up, instantly bought it, and just ordered it right away. I got, it was even the expensive version with the disc tray that I really don't need, but I was, I needed it, and I'm so happy that I got I was so lucky. So 100% blessed. And that's uh, Shell's bop in the chat, is that yes, right? Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shout out for the hookup, man. We love that. We love that. Okay, so we'll go on to the, the next question. So the best content moment that you've experienced to date? 
There have been uh, there have been a couple decent ones. Like I said, the streaming sixteen hours every day in Ground War was definitely one of it, it was my favorite time to be a content creator. That was my favorite period of time when I would just I just remember driving around in a truck in farmland, just <sighs> literally just running people over. Just just for hours a day, just doing that. That was fun. Um, Dark Matter in Cold War, having 600 people, naturally no host in my chat. I had mm. Jay God, I had GD Booyah gifting me 50 subs. Like That was an amazing experience. That is something I will never forget. Um, world, the, oh, we, had, we did break the squad's world record um, back in like September. We dropped 155 kills as a squad. That was a pretty wild experience. It was really nice for a couple days. As like it was as it was still hyped up, that was pretty mm -hmm. awesome. But I don't I don't think any of that I don't think any of that will beat during Twitch Rivals Game Four when I died and went to the Gulag and I one v one Swag in the Gulag. <laughs> I don't think anything will 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 top beating Swag in the Gulag. That was probably probably one of the coolest experiences for me because yeah, oh, back it back in those Ground War days, it was. People would always say, "All right, who's better, Swag or Reed Boy? Like, you really think you're better than Swag?" And my chat always like hated Swag because like his viewers would come in and be like, "You're not better than Swag. You're not better than Swag." Yeah, yeah. And we like because we would we would stream it for the most part not at the same time until like there was one day randomly when we got into the same game on opposite teams. We both dropped eighty kills against each other. We both went on a streak, almost getting a nuke on each other. I thought it was just an awesome experience. Yeah, beating him in the gulag after so many times of people saying who's better, you or him, I thought it was amazing. That was that was let, definitely let, probably top it off. Let's set the scene. Let's set the scene in the gulag. So, what gun have you got? got I got the Ram Seven. The Ram Seven. Ram Seven. The new. This was the Nuketown like gulag. This is before they changed it. So this is the one that had the one car head glitch that was definitely better than the other yeah. head glitches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or than the other side of the map. I go instantly straight to the straight to the car, just straight to my safety head glitch, so I can see where he's at, where he's going. I'm bobbing up and down. I'm not letting this guy get first shot on me, and if he does, it's only going to be one bullet. I shoot a bullet at him. He crosses to the right. I go and I run to the left to try and catch him, maybe flank him a little bit, shoot him in the back. I'm staying quiet. He see he peeks it. He sees me. I run right back to the car head glitch. He he gets a bullet on me. I get a bullet on him. I go and cross the sign. I get another bullet on him. And he just, he was, he was like that one bullet. I, I had fully healed and he was like one bullet from full HP. And I just slide canceled off the sign to challenge him because the time was running out and he was about to hop on the flag. And man, it was close. It was close. He made me one shot. If I hadn't had that bullet on him, it, who knows what would have happened. You still took the W though. That's was, the main well, thing. It was an awesome experience. That's the main thing. Okay. So on to the next part so we're coming into the last part of the uh the podcast now so we've got two last questions um so these might interlink so um i'll ask the first one then obviously the second one you might have already sort of answered um but the best person that you've ever worked with within the scene and then why so i've actually actually don't I'm really bad at networking. I uh, I was talking I was talking about this earlier on stream. I don't like playing with somebody new if somebody that like I'm playing with already hasn't played with it. Like if if there's not mm -hmm. a connection between me and this person, I don't really like 
playing with them brand new for the first time because it's really awkward. You don't like you don't know their lingo, you don't know their play style, you don't know like their inside jokes or how they talk or you know their call outs for certain things. So it's just really awkward. You don't know like what they find funny and what stuff you shouldn't joke about with them. It's just like a really awkward situation that just ends up in way less way less conversation, way less funny moments. So I, I haven't really played with too many people in the scene. I'd say probably probably the best uh the best trio of people that I've worked with is that King Prodigy, A's TV, Real Mason, those guys that got me into Doom. Yeah. Those Doom guys. Just cause I, I haven't really, you know, those those aren't really good answers because, you know, that Ace TV guy, he's a loser. <laughs> nobody nobody really likes him, but I haven't really played with any better options, I'd guess. But no, nah, they uh they got me into doing something that I didn't really ever see as like a, a possibility, something I didn't I didn't know how I would try about doing. And they got me in, so that was pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, those sorts of names are still, you know, huge within the scene. So that is still like an achievement in itself to be able to, you know, get to where you are now and play with the people that, and you know, they've clearly seen something within your content and your gameplay and that kind of thing to, to bring you in with them, in, obviously in Doom. So, um, yeah, clearly you uh, clearly you clutched up on something. I think that swag 1v1 in the gulag might have done it, I reckon. Um, okay, so the final question, um, and then we'll see in the chat if they've got any couple of questions, just quick ones that we can go through if they're not too uh, ridiculous. Um, so if you could work with one person within the scene, uh, who would it be and why? So I've actually I've thought about this question a little bit because uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't too sure. I couldn't quite figure out who I thought be the number one. I thought, you know, Booyah might be might be a pretty cool guy. I played with him a little bit, like once or twice in Cold War. But then I, I realized just how hilarious I find Kaylee. Uh, Kaylee Renee on Twitter, the one with the, uh, the the wild tweets about God knows what. Very sexual most of the time. And I just think her tweets are hilarious and just the, the entire vibe she's got in her stream. Just like mild toxicity, but like funny like yeah, somewhat yeah. dark humor. I just think it's all hilarious. I feel like I feel like my sense of humor and hers. I just I feel like that combo would be be hilarious. I think it'd be good content. You see that that's always a good question to end on because it's always different different creators that people mention at the end because it is literally to your personal preference which is the creator which is most relatable to like you and you, how you want to like create content and how you feel that you would like like you say you 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 would stream with her and you think that we bounce off each other we make in hilarious content like so it literally is a different person every time so i think that's and yeah no no one has said that so far so yeah okay so let's have a look in the chat then um we'll take we'll take a couple of um We'll take a couple of questions. Um, there are very few things that I won't answer. Yeah, so let's get let's get to the nitty gritty. Let's. <laughs> okay. So this is perfect because you were beefing him a minute ago, saying <laughs> that he wasn't good enough and all this kind of thing. So, does do you have a girlfriend, or does gaming take up too much of your time? Um, so yeah, so if you've ever actually uh, been in my stream, 
uh, usually when I go to take a bathroom break, I actually put my, my girlfriend up on the webcam, and uh, she sits there and entertains the chat. Uh, <laughs> her name is Judy. Um, she is a, she's a blow-up doll. <laughs> and uh, she sits in the background of most of my streams, just lays on bed. She, uh, she likes to chill uh, with her boyfriend, John. Yeah, he keeps her occupied, so that way I can play my my video games uh, all day every day. <laughs> I hope that's answered your question. Um, we'll go for one more question, then, guys. Come on, let's get the last question and get one more in. First of all, though, as well, actually, I forgot to mention at the start of the video. I am so sorry that we couldn't get a cam on today. We've been having all sorts of problems with the Discord. It's Discord's um, fault. Blame Discord. It's not our fault. <laughs> we we both went in earlier in Discord, tried to sort it out. It it just didn't didn't want to work with us. So I apologise on that front. But I wish I wish because I have a lot of a lot of interesting stuff that just goes in the background of my of my uh of my webcam at all times. That would <laughs> so much so much funny stuff I could show you. Well, when Discord has sorted itself out, a couple of months down the line, we're going to get you back on. And we're going to do it all over again, but we're going to have a cam on. That sounds awesome. And we're going we're gonna to get into the proper nitty-gritty. Um, okay, this is a good question, actually, for the last question. Um, why will you never move to PC? Oh, boy. <laughs> what a good one. Okay, well, I actually... I've uh, I've even started its own um, channel in my personal Discord with uh, PC fails, which is just people on Twitter that I see who will praise up and down about how PCs are so much better than consoles. They will say so much about how much better PCs are and how I can't they can't believe I still play a console. And then they're publicly publicly tweeting on Twitter about something going wrong with their PC that's preventing them from playing. So not just like not just like an issue that they don't know how to fix it, but it's gotten so bad to where they can't play anymore and they need to tweet about it to ask somebody else for help. I refuse I'm not I refuse. I refuse to let that ever ever happen to me. I saw a simp tweet out about how his his 3090 it just straight up died on him. And then another one that was a classic to me was uh Clayster tweeted out that he was getting, he was getting uh, worked in his warm-ups, and everything felt weird to him, and he checked, and his game settings had just, like, randomly changed. Something in his settings had changed. And then it's just a whole thread of pros talking about how, yeah, yeah, that's normal. In PCs, things just randomly change settings all the time. I, we have a settings check that we do before matches to make sure everything is right. And I just can't believe that's okay with people. It, it yeah, blows my that. mind that people are like okay with just things randomly changing the settings, like to just something different. Because I I wouldn't notice that for the most part. I I wouldn't notice most of the time. I'd just be like, why is this messing up? And I would never be able to figure out why. And that you never get out of a console. Never. I I don't ever the have to worry about quicker. anything. My my PS5 for this this whole month has been amazing. My six year old PS4. Granted, it sounded like it was a jet engine ready to take off, ready to go. It was really loud. My PS4 never had a crippling issue that would prevent me from playing the game. Exactly the same. My PS4, I've had mine a good four or five years. Sounds like a jet engine. Never, never have a problem. 
that and on PC, top of that there's there's also problems. there's also like the minor stuff where when I switched from this PS4 to PS5 people would tell me in the stream they'd be like wow your stream like it looks way better your FPS is higher your graphics are better I hmm. I just don't have an attention to detail for that kind of thing I guess I don't notice that 360 looks the same as 720 to me 720 looks the same as 1080 like it all it all looks the same to me I don't notice I don't notice FPS 300 FPS looks the same as 30 to me like I don't notice that kind of thing so like it's better I guess it's better for a viewer perspective but it's just something I wouldn't notice and then the big one is the FOV slider I hate the way high FOVs look I hate I hate the way it looks it just looks so ugly to me that I would still play on the regular console, like normal AD FOV. So like the three three of the big advantages that people always talk about when it comes to PC, I wouldn't even take advantage of them. They wouldn't they wouldn't be an advantage to me. So I'd be putting myself through the issues of all these PC problems without getting any real benefit. Yeah, I, th I think it's the the whole <laughs> with console you, you get no problems, do you? You know, your downloads are quicker. You you, an issue you pretty much know what's going on with a pc you've got so much components where it could be this could be that could be this yeah I, i'm i'm a full console you know i will make this switch eventually but i'm very happy with my ps4 right now i've also very pointed happy. out i i only play call of duty and so like if if you play other games like that's a whole different situation but yeah. i only play call of duty and i think it's i definitely don't think it's worth worth the switch for me personally as somebody who wouldn't notice that and who wouldn't take advantage of the advantages i don't think it would be worth it plus i've heard uh pc is not like optimized fully for warzone heard that that's not like the best situation so even if you get a mon you need like a monster pc to have like some super noticeable difference yeah i don't know if that one's true necessarily or not but not necessarily not really something i'm trying to deal with you just want to get on stream. I, yeah, oh, I, it annoys me because even even the PC I have now just for streaming, even then there are random times when something just changes. Something like yeah. some setting will change on its own and I'll just be pissed off because I just want to <laughs> get on and start my stream. I don't want to be messing with my settings trying to figure out what's wrong. Yeah, no, I, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. So we will end it there. I want to say huge thank you to you for coming on. It was um, an absolute it's, pleasure. It's been, it has been a pleasure. It's been funny. You've, but you've given us a real insight, obviously, from when you started to obviously where you are now. Um, so it's actually been a really good um, insight. And thank you for bringing so many people from your community across. To watch. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you again for inviting me. I really do appreciate it. This was, I've never been on a podcast before. I think it was really cool. Really fun experience. No. Well, you're welcome. And like I say, when we get Discord sorted in a few months, we are going to get you back on with a cam. Sounds awesome. And we're going to see what you've got. We want to see the blow up dolls. I cannot wait. And we want to see what's on your floor. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I've seen water bottles and stuff in the chat. That's, that's just a little bit. Your floor. So just a so, couple here and there. Hey, appreciate you all those stream as well for the support. Catch you all.